1: What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper
0: columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now.
2: Welcome to to couch Couch and the Room. Welcome into Couch in the Roof, Graham Couch, Jason Nick, our Wednesday show. A lot going on today. Couch in the Roo. Uh, we are going to have Brendan Quinn with, with us in a little bit. We'll talk some MSU basketball with him and some Masters. Uh, we'll have Harry Gagnon on later after that. And we'll uh, go through the gambling lines for this weekend's college football games and the Masters with him as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's also signing day for Michigan State basketball. And they added three guys, three dudes that uh, I, I think fans are gonna love I know Izzo looks like he's in a real good place right now other than having COVID uh, <laughs> other than that <laughs> other than that he's doing great uh and so yeah I, I think there's a, a lot to get into there and and, and we'll do that uh, now Quinn's right live away. at the Masters right I mean is he is he
3: like following it's I mean I, if I was at the Masters right now I don't know don't know if i'd care about recruiting
2: yeah we booked quinn for the masters right. uh, he's not paying attention he's not on the Izzo zoom calls i don't believe that we just had with with you know and all that stuff but um i got to see that live in person graham live on the zoom call it's was amazing was it something yeah.
3: something to behold yeah following solari on twitter at the same time it was just riveting what
2: an experience we should like raffle that off <laughs> sure yeah no it's it's been a little bit of an eventful morning I got a, a quick takes column that I, that I put up there uh as well and and um i, I think this is look we, what we don't know about this recruiting class for Michigan state is whether Monty Bates is going to be part of it and that's the, the big question I think he ultimately will be I don't see him playing two more years of high school basketball but if you take what's really interesting what I did in the the quick takes this morning Jason is if you take the Worst case scenario for Michigan State, and I don't know if this is the worst case scenario because you want a team to gel, but if you take the most guys they could lose and then put a rotation together. For example, Aaron Henry has a good year, goes pro. Okay, you say Joey Hauser uh, lives up to the billing, goes pro. A guy like uh, Rocket Watts decides to put his name in the, the draft and ultimately leaves. They lose all that. That's a lot of talent to lose. Those, those are guys that give them a chance to compete for a Final Four this year. You lose all those guys, and Amadi Bates doesn't come next year. you still got a hell of a team. I mean, Max Christie, I, I don't think people quite understand who he is offensively. And, and defensively, we'll see. And Izzo said today that they're going to have to work with him. But the Steve Smith comparison is something I've heard. I think I, I hear Denzel Valentine, but he's not talking about freshman Denzel Valentine. Freshman Denzel Valentine was, was a borderline top 100 recruit. This is the top shooting guard in the country top player in Illinois, Chicagoland kid, uh, can do a lot. I, you know, he's going to start right away. And you look at uh, uh, Jay Nakins, who's on that Yipsy prep team with, with uh, Imani Bates, and, I, you know, I think he'll wind up playing point guard, just a four, long, athletic, uh, can do a lot of things. I, 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 he'll, he'll play a role. How polished he'll be, where he'll be in the lineup, I don't know, but he'll play a role. And, and I'm, I'm big on Pierre Brooks. I think he's underrated. I think I mean, he's got a man's build at his age. He can shoot the ball. I think the beauty of a guy like that is he's not a one-and-done. He's going to have a really good career at MSU. I think this is a great class. It's number six in the country. Whatever. If Bates joins it, it's number one. Um, I, I I think Michigan State fans can – the best thing about this class is it's next year, right? There's no chance of the pandemic Unless things really go haywire with the vaccines. Don't jinx it. Yeah, there's no real chance. Like you get to enjoy this. Like if when 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 this summer stinks, like if if this was your team, right? If this was the year that th- this was the squad, like you've been building towards this year. A group of seniors. Like if this was like old school MSU basketball and this is Respert and Snow's senior year in ninety five, and you get COVID. Because I think this year is gonna have a lot of hiccups. I think it's gonna be hard I mean. I mean, we saw it with Cassius and, and Tillman not
3: being able to play in March Madness. Right I now. Mean, will sting for a while, too. I, I just think this is, you know, look at the cases around the, you know. Dude, we're canceling Thanksgiving. I mean, 10,000 new cases a day in Illinois. I mean, we just, I did, we decided this morning we can't go. There's no football pretty much on Saturday. I mean, it's just, I'm starting to get nervous of what's happening
2: here. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a great, um, it's not in Illinois Max Christie's next basketball game may be at Michigan State they're not playing high school basketball this winter right now they may play in the spring and who knows if I might get it's not like football where you're gonna get beat up so he'll you know probably take part in that but still it's yeah it, now is it you or is it Quinn that said Max Christie could be better than Bates or I think or that am I making that up? I think that's Quinn is it Quinn? Quinn is really high on Christie, and they're really high on Christie when you when you hear words like Steve Smith I mean that what he was at Michigan State and there are some of our listeners who won't remember that. But you know, because you're talking late '80s, early '90s, yep. just an incredible player, and he's the eighth pick, I think, in the over in the draft. He's an all-star in the NBA a couple times. I mean, a really great player. If that's who Max Christie is, then you're good. <laughs> you'll you'll be, and and if and if he winds up being Denzel Valentine, earlier than Valentine was Denzel Valentine, I think. You, you'll you'll be pleased too. I, I think he's a special. I think it, talent. I think it was interesting, like
3: reading some of the quotes from Izzo of the layers of what it takes to get some of these guys. Like uh, Wojcik's sons uh, played Doug, Doug Wojcik, excuse me, his sons played AAU ball with Christie. Like you have to have those little nuances, little things to get these guys to come here. After the Ohio State game, he's like, I want to come play here. So it's those are interesting things. I mean, as a guy for myself, I don't really follow uh, recruiting that, that heavily, but all of the stuff. And I think Izzo, actually, I mean, I know that he says publicly that he doesn't like it, but I think it's easier for Izzo to get into these – I mean, with Zoom calls and like that. I know he likes to be there in person, but so I'll, I'll it's going to change the game, I think.
2: I, I think he enjoys this Zoom stuff more than the – it's less travel, right, obviously. You, there are fewer people in their lives to deal with on a daily basis. However – I do not think that any of the guys they just landed, they would not have gotten in normal times. I mean, Max Christie, and this speaks to why environments matter. He was, and Izzo had told me this, and and and, um, you know, when he, before he could talk about Max Christie before today, and he reiterated today, that that game on March eighth, right before COVID hits, that as Izzo called it today a magical night with, you know, when they beat Ohio State, get the Big Ten title, Cassius' is Farewell game, the environment. Max Christie was there and he just was blown away. And he called Izzo on the drive back with his family to Illinois and said, This is where I want to be. It's where that stuff matters. And so that was pre pandemic. He was never, now, what made Christie interesting is that he was a guy from Chicagoland where where Izzo has not had a ton of success. And he was a guy that Duke offered. Uh, and Izzo is always and, and nobody from Illinois, nobody from Illinois had ever turned down Duke. I mean, that's an important thing to remember. Nobody. Now he didn't love Duke, and I've kind of heard he kind of hated Duke for whatever reason. But Duke, a lot wanted of people him. do. But Duke wanted him. I mean, because like Derek Rose didn't have a Duke offer; he barely had an ACT score. You know, like it, not. A, it, I'm talking guys who have had Duke offers from Chicagoland. Nobody has ever turned Duke down. And this is from Michael O'Brien at the Chicago Sun Times who covers Illinois. High school hoops, as well as anybody who was at the ceremony for Max Christie today, Um, I I think Pierre Brooks was a guy who you look at where his ranking was at the time they offered him. He's now a four-star guy. You know, I I think he's going to be a really good college player. And Akins, as he got better, they they jumped in on. But I I don't think either one of these guys had a whole lot to do with that. Um, I, you know, I don't know about when you look at the two guys who committed. I mean. The timing of their commitments, not getting the summer, the play might have impacted some things, but I, I don't, I don't know how much the pandemic actually did. Either way, I mean, this is a potentially, and and we, again, we don't know who's coming back. You could wind up with Hauser and Rocket Watts on next year's team. You could wind up with Amani Bates on next year's team. I don't know how many of the big guys are going to stick around. It is trying to project next year's roster is is just ridiculous. I mean, I tried to do it a little bit, just saying, if they lose everybody, this is still what they have, you're looking at, you know, Jaden Akins and Max Christie and Gabe Brown, um, you know, and, and madi um, and, uh, um, who am I, who am I blanking on here? One, one marble marble and, uh, AJ.
3: <laughs> who, by the way, uh, is said it's a very minor scope, 10 day to two week recovery.
2: Yeah. So we should be back and Graham can pronounce his name. Uh, that's going to be brutal. Um, no, but it, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's also, um, the, the, fuck, the kid I'm forgetting, the kid I really like. The, Kithier? No, the, the power forward. Uh, marble, uh, it's soko uh, Pause the show. We'll, we will fix this in post. All right. Jesus. I cannot believe it. Uh, maybe this will make you happy Oh, yeah, this us Figure helps. that out
3: instead of editing. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. This
2: is what I have to play to get to get Graham to down. <laughs> Malie call. Malik call. Malik That that was going to okay. piss me off, and people were probably listening, screaming it, <laughs> punching uh, their phones. I lo- I mean that's the worst thing. I, I, there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast or show when you know an answer and somebody else is deli- like, it's frustrating. It, it would cause me never to listen to us again. What just happened would cause me never to listen to us again. Rightfully so. There's yeah. some shows that should cause people not to listen ever
3: again. But yeah, I yeah, it's good. I, I don't know. It, it, I think this. But let me ask you a question about Aaron Henry. Are we just assuming that this is his last year?
2: No, but he's planning on it being his last year. I mean, yeah. he, he left for the NBA this previous year, right? And his, well, his, he
3: didn't. He just tested the waters. So yeah, I he not that
2: leaving. His hope is that he does enough this year and he knows what he needs to do to go. I, I would suspect he's gone. Um, and, and so it'll be very interesting to see how this all comes together and where are these – I mean, a guy like Malik Hall I think is going to be a wonderful college player. And so how he's not on the floor, you know, like if you lose Hauser, yeah, that's a big loss potentially. Depending on what Hauser is, we've never seen him play at MSU. Um, I mean, I've seen him play college ball, but we don't know what he's going to be right now. But they are so loaded and they've got this mix of guys. It's not just, you know, sometimes you get a group and it's too young. The Miles Bridges group, Cassius Winston and all, they weren't quite ready. But their biggest problem wasn't that they weren't talented enough. They weren't as talented as high end as this class coming in if you wind up with especially if Bates joins it. You get Bates, Bates and Christie paired together. But what that team didn't have was enough quality veterans in the right places, and that's what this group's probably going to have. You don't want to waste great talent by not having seasoned college players who are really good, and that's what MSU should have. Gabe Brown as a senior, that's a pretty good deal to have on that team. The other uh, announcement from Tom Izzo today was that Joshua Langford looks at 100, like 100%. He's in the starting lineup. A guy we forget about a guy I mean this team yeah, and it's kind of crazy you know so what's interesting is if you're a Michigan State fan you're able to look ahead and you're not able to put all your eggs in this season but you also don't want this season to be destroyed because there's there's so much fun to be had potentially this season so much intrigue around this team and you know and i and I, and, and I hate for anybody to lose two of anything in this pandemic that's kind of where I've come down on everything right the football season's awkward it's different you're going to get what you get we'll deal with it it's one football season. But I hope none of the spring sport kids lose a second year. And I hope that college basketball players and high school basketball players don't lose a second March. And so even if the year is a little funky, that somehow we get through it, enjoy it enough, and we get March Madness. And and these guys are able to, you know, because what I worry about is it just if you got a roster of 13 guys and you get one with COVID, that's more than 5% of your roster. Like, I don't know how they're going to do that yet in basketball. Because in football, that would mean you don't play. I mean, would they have to
3: leave themselves a schedule to kind of, you know, do, yeah. make up games I somehow? Think, I, mean, I think we're
2: going to see the schedule tomorrow, so we'll be able to talk about it on Friday. Uh, there's going to be seven games and then a, a Big Ten season, so 27 games on the schedule. How many they actually play, I don't know. And it'll be, it's going to start with a game on November 25th, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Right. I, it'll probably be a Mac school. Not exactly sure which one there, maybe Eastern. Uh, then you're, you'll get the Notre Dame game the same day as the Northwestern football game. And then at Duke, uh, and there's a game at Virginia on December 9th. And there'll be two other games, Oakland, in there as, Oakland and then two other games in there as well. Um, that's what they'll schedule. We'll see how many of these goes off without a hitch. Are you confident? I mean, I'm not confident in this college football season. I don't know what's
3: going to happen with it. I mean, where are you at percentage-wise with the college basketball season? A full season, not a full season, but whatever schedule they come up with happening.
2: I'm not confident at all. I'm either. Not confident at all.
3: I don't know. If we could say shut it down, shut everything down right now until February 1st and we'll have the vaccine I would be like let's do it. Yeah. NFL, everything, whatever. Let's, don't worry about the NBA until February 1st. Let's go.
2: It just seems like we're trending in a in a weird place. It is going weird. It's it's not it's not great. But you know what? Let's let's looks like we're going to get another Saturday of college football and that's all we can all we can ask for. Uh before we get to uh to Brennan Quinn here. Um I I meant to reply to a tweet of yours last night, Jason. Okay. You had tweeted. uh, Well, I, anyway, my wife, I, I come downstairs. My wife has put on this guilty pleasure favorite movie of ours called Snowed In Christmas. It's about two magazine journalists trying to save this in writing they're, they're basically sent on this mission to Aspen they get derailed to this other place anyway it's a feel-good romantic comedy uh, lifetime Hallmark style it's better than Hallmark I think it's lifetime it's one of the two lifetime's better than Hallmark I, I, one of the two is more quality um either way <laughs> either way it, it, it's a guilty pleasure I, it, it's she's kind of the, the lead actress is kind of a poor man's Rachel McAdams um Poor woman. The, Let's come on, it's 2020 woke couch. Let's the, do this right. The lead actor looks like one of the guys from This Is Us. Anyway, it's good. And so she's got this group of women who live in the neighborhood, one of which is uh, engaged to uh, Matt Wenzel, who covers Michigan State football for M Live. Uh, and they're they, she got them all watching it, and they're all texting about it. And so I just sent out this text about you know how Matt was stuck watching it, and he did not. He watched like five minutes and didn't enjoy it. He's more of a man's man than me, Had a boy. But you tweeted then. Uh, something like sometimes you got to do, sometimes you got to do shit you don't want to do to get laid. Yes. And even his fiance liked it. Um, I did not, I know uh, you texted me. It was like something about your, I was like, that's
3: fine. I don't
2: want to leave you out there. I wanted to like it, but the problem was I knew that not only was my wife, in on this but there were like seven other women in our neighborhood that she talks with who like i they want to don't, respect me the women, they were paying attention to the twitter once that got tweeted
3: but women don't understand that i think they understand it they more do. than anything
2: like yes you're gonna watch this
3: movie with me and you're gonna get laid later for it i don't think it was that big of a deal by the I, way the, I, fir- I, the first
2: thing my wife said after that was when she saw that was you know that's not what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> as you're shoveling ice cream in your face probably <laughs> anyway all right that is a story worth telling by our friends at midtown brewing company midtown brewing is on washington avenue uh downtown lansing if you've never been there give them a try F- more than 40 beers on tap uh, terrific menu uh chicken and waffles uh great fish and chips uh if, if your takeout order if, if you're more comfortable doing that is more than 20 dollars uh free delivery uh also a great cozy place um they, they do it real well there in terms of uh feeling comfortable uh Great place to, to, to cozy up with a beer. I love their American Stout, and uh, they have a lot of seasonal beers and ciders and other things. Also, a really good place to watch a game. If you're looking for a place to watch the games this this Saturday, uh, give Midtown Brewing Company a shot. Go to midtownbrewing.net to learn more about their menu, their offerings. Um, daily happy hours, 3 to 7, really good place. Mid-down, Midtown Brewing Company in downtown Lansing. We'll be right back with Brendan Quinn from The Athletic, Couch in the room.
3: Where else can you cheer on your team? Enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi? Zip on handcrafted cocktails or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Cask and Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Caskin Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Great to be with you, Michael Patrick. You're the show I would want to be on. Forget those other ones.
1: Michael Patrick, it's always a pleasure to be on the air with the KMB Airways. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> That's a very good question.
0: Those are all great questions. Good morning. Thank you.
3: Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Come enjoy irresistible, award-winning, handcrafted donuts and locally roasted coffee at Groovy Donuts. Surprise your family or coworkers with special holiday designs and flavors, or put the perfect finishing touch on an event with a custom order. Birthdays, weddings, gender reveals—our friends at Groovy Donuts are your answer. Experience the Groovy Donuts difference for yourself on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing or in Williamston. Get more information or place an order at GroovyDonuts.com.
0: How do you define strength? Is it physical? Hot, <laughs> hot. Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. We call it a sense of purpose, a higher calling, essential to our children's future. We call it our passion at Dean Transportation. We are a family, hardworking folks who for more than 60 years have connected children to learning, schools to our communities, and you to a better career, pioneering the best in health and safety standards because it's simply what we do. Because safe student transportation has always been essential. Dean is now hiring community focused individuals for immediate school bus driver attendant and mechanic positions for local schools throughout mid Michigan to learn more visit jobs at dean.com backslash Lansing experienced applicants will receive up to a $750 sign on bonus for individuals with no prior experience Dean will pay you to train positions may also allow you to start and stop work from local parking locations or your home throughout mid Michigan if you're looking to make the community a better place we'll put you in the driver's seat join the Dean Transportation family today at jobs at dean.com backslash Lansing. You're listening to Couch in the Rube.
1: are you on a radio to TV, Spotlight Radio Network.com.
2: All right, Graham Couch, Jason Nick here, Couch in the Rube. Um, we are going to have Brendan Quinn with us shortly. He is doing. I knew he was doing this at one o'clock. He's doing Dan Kilbridge, our friend Dan Kilbridge's works at Bookies. dot com. He's doing his podcast. What's his podcast called? I, I forget what it's called, but it's it's it's, Good know, it's all gambling. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done it before. I don't know what it's actually called. <laughs> You've done the show. I've done the. He's show. your friend. You don't know what the he, name. of He it. says it's running long. So Kilbridge is the ass right now, who's who's causing uh, Quinn to be long. But he'll call in here shortly, and we'll, we'll have Brendan on. And uh, I need some picks. For tomorrow i'm driving to uh the casino which casino
3: are you headed to fire keepers okay because uh my buddy's out of town he usually drives to uh motor city for me and i guess i'll make the track to uh get my bets in because how many times
2: are we gonna have the masters in november i need something yeah no we we will we will get from i mean bryson DeChambeau is DeChambo is the uh the leader right I mean he's the he is the favorite, favorite sure I don't know if he's the, but I, I'm curious on what what Quinn thinks and then uh Harry is great at this stuff so we'll have Harry gignon on and and, and getting to that uh in- and Mac football apparently
3: he's sending me all of these bets just I'm like Harry you're out of your mind you're crazy those bets he's like last week he texted me he goes you want any breeders cup tips and I go, dude <laughs> I don't do horse racing and he just laughed he goes uh, you got to draw the line somewhere. I'm like, no, I don't mind horse racing. I just don't know much about it. If I'm at an event or if I'm at a casino, I'll sprinkle. You know, if I'm at a party, I'll get in one of those things. But uh, not big on horse racing here.
2: The um, Michigan State Indiana line, by the way, down to seven, moved slightly. Ugh. Still hate it. I don't. I don't want any part of it. I don't want anything. To Which do Michigan State team will show up? And and there's no. Is there? Do we not have a Lions line yet? I don't think we do. No. That sucks. No one needs one, really.
3: Yeah, but. His staff I, are th- going to th- play?
2: Th- Alex Smith, he's going to be the quarterback. You're I'll tell you. Haskins back. I'll tell you who I kind of like this week, though. Okay. As the line keeps moving Michigan. It's all you. Is Kneecapper? No, I, I don't think I'd kneecap Michigan at this point. But uh, <laughs> but they're plus four and a half. I know at home is weird. They've just had two games, I feel like, that have been awful. They're not that talented. But Wisconsin hasn't played in forever. I don't think Graham Mertz is playing, right? It says here Mertz uh,
3: will not play. Correct. So I'm not, but I don't know. So, so not, what? Non-blue no. check marks. Yeah. Know. So I like I. Yeah, but dude, are these Michigan players? Are they going to get up for this game against Wisconsin?
2: I think so. You got some uh. pride, you know. All right, I'm texting him. I'm texting uh, Kilbridge now. Let Quinn go. What an ass! What an ass! Let's jump in on their show. Let's do all one podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can share are, it. What are you doing, man? We only got so much time. I didn't here. know Kilbridge had a podcast. I'll, he I'll find it somehow. He does. Um, all right, let's let's stay on let's stay on MSU basketball until, until Quinn calls here a little bit. Give me your top eight players, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look. I, I am. Um, w- w- what does suck about this year is this is usually my favorite time of year, November. I wouldn't want to do November repeatedly, but when you give me um, you give me football being important, basketball beginning, and there, I mean, Michigan State's team I, I think is is going to be fun this year because I think they're in this rare spot, and we've talked about this a little before, where there's high hopes for them, but not ridiculous expectations which is a hard line to, to straddle, and I think that's going to allow people to enjoy this season a little bit because it's not this year where, like you remember that year 2013-14 where everybody, they were losing out on recruits. They had this great team. Everybody felt like it had to happen then. They thought they should win a national title, and people, it was hard for people to, I think, enjoy that year, and then they, they ultimately fell a little short and didn't. And then there are other years where they have surprised, but you didn't think their ceiling was that high, like 14-15. Uh, this is a team where I think their ceiling is unbelievably high. But they've got a lot to figure out, like that point guard position. And and we don't know what Rocket Watts will do there or Foster Lawyer or whatever. We haven't seen Joey Hauser, but that's intriguing as hell. We haven't seen Joshua Langford in two years, but that's intriguing as hell. Like It's like the most intriguing team with a lot of upside, but it might not come all together. But I think people also, because there's great recruiting classes coming down the road, because people understand that, because they've just had this Cassius Winston era, people can deal with whatever is there. And I think that is just different. well. I mean, people are still going to have high expectations
3: for this Michigan State team. I mean, we talked about it with Mel Tucker. And when you get blown out by someone, I mean, if they lose a game they shouldn't, or if they're not playing well, I think people will have a level head. But
2: they're, I think they're expecting a Final Four from this team. They as well they should. Well, and, and, but, yeah, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. You could get a player that's out for three weeks or whatever, and that that could that could screw that could screw things up.
3: I. Are those the rules for basketball as well? That's are what I've got to find football? out. I
2: don't know that that's been set yet. I think that may be revisited. I mean, you you want to be careful these guys. Um, so you got to make sure the science and, and whatever medical things they're finding. Like we're finding new things on this all the time, and doctors are having updates. I got an email from my uncle the other day who's a physician, and he doesn't deal with COVID specifically, but he was about what other doctors are talking about and what they've learned and and different things with blood clots versus what it is is a um it, it's less about you know, breathing and and issues breathing is is about clots is what they fear now. And that's how that's changed and how they treat it's changed. And so there's, you know, with young athletes, what they're worried about and and less so here and there. and uh, So all that stuff is is evolving. So I don't know where we'll be throughout um, throughout Big Ten basketball season. But I do think people have more level heads about this MSU basketball team than some others. And people are just more comfortable with where MSU basketball is right now. There's not this fear that it's gonna go away. Like Michigan basketball right now has the number one recruiting class for two thousand um twenty one. Which flips obviously if Amani Bates becomes joins Michigan State. But even so, I I don't think MSU fans like are like, oh dang, that they don't fear that. I think what what you have is you have it's just a different rivalry. There's there's not the smugness on the Michigan side of things. That's kind of been beaten uh, out of them. There's not in basketball. And uh, and, 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 and my and, Michigan
3: buddy. Likes to throw that around. Ah, number one
2: in the nation. I'm just like, dude. I... Yeah, Michigan State. Well, Michigan State fans can take it because they're just a lot more secure. They're not. They're, the inferiority complex doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, they, too much has been built for and sustained for too long. They got too much coming in, and it, it, it just it's cool to see that where, where basketball, college basketball. This may be the epicenter of college basketball. This state for a couple years, um, soon. So I, you know, I'm, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that rivalry and where I don't enjoy it as much in football. At all. I don't know if we're gonna get Quinn here. It's interesting. Are we we're, not? Okay. Well no, no, he hasn't said anything, but we are running we're, we're, run, we're gonna run up against needing to get uh to get Harry. Um I tell you what, why don't we get we can get Harry on now and then flip or if, if Quinn calls in you wanna see if Harry can do it now? He'll do it. He's on Okay, let me like, see if we can get Harry. You wanna to go to a break or wax poetic about one of our lovely sponsors? I'll just tell you about midtown Bruin I've told you about before. <laughs> no, but Midtown. Uh, if you haven't tried it, and you, if you go to Midtown on Washington Avenue and you take a picture of yourself there, enjoying a beer or whatever, uh, or, or just um, you know, let let us know what you what you think of them. Uh, we are going to start giving gift cards away to Midtown Brewing uh, as well uh, each week, and um, so people can try and, and, and see what they think. Uh, again, it, it's right near the Lansing State Journal, so it's been a big part of my uh, life since I moved back to Lansing, and if have uh, enjoyed it um, immensely. So, do we
3: have? Uh, do we have Harry with us? Absolutely, Harry's chomping at the bit to talk to us. Harry, you are amazing. <laughs> no problem, guys. No problem. How many parlays this weekend? We're going. We're going to break the record. Are you going to be the the real parlay kid on your podcast now?
4: I know you like that. Uh, maybe I, I, will. I will. I like a lot more. Uh, I like a lot more this week than last week. Even though uh, the the college slate isn't the greatest, but sometimes that's okay when it comes to betting. You
3: know. Now, are you bummed that NASCAR is out of the way now so you can't parlay like Tiger Woods uh, missing the cut with Chase Elliott winning?
4: I do. I do. I got to be honest. I do love doing that. I do love that. But you know what, guess what guys? On my Best Buy Corner uh, site, the season's over, but I did finish one hundred and eleven sixty eight and one in my props in NASCAR, so I'll take it.
0: Hey,
2: that's man. amazing. You can't beat
4: that. that I mean, that, a that, little time off from NASCAR, though. A little time off, and now we got football.
2: That's worth joint. That's worth following you next year, just to follow all your picks at bestbetcorner.com Because that, that I mean, that's that's money, right? So, I mean, that's it
3: so. Are money. you are you officially a NASCAR guy now? Are you going to do this next year?
4: I think I have to. I think I got to do it. I am burnt. I, I will say this. Uh, excuse the pun, but I, I'm like burnt out right now. You know, I'm burnt out <laughs> uh, on NASCAR. I need a little break, but I think I got to. Re- no, know, I mean, look, I got. I got to. We start Daytona in February, I guess, right? Let's roll
2: with it. I was burnt out on NASCAR the first race. You know, it was the first sport back, right? <laughs> we tried. And we tried so hard. We're like, we're going to do this. We're going to have a. We're going to have a couch in the room. Brad Klaslowski looked kind of like the two of us combined, <laughs> and somebody else chased somebody, or somebody else was one of our drivers. And it, you know, first of all, we didn't bet on the first two, and he won it. And I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is tough. way we've given NASCAR way too much oxygen for. For our show and our time with you, and, and, and apologies. Um, let's um, before we get to your, your master's talk, because I really want to get into your master's picks here and what you think here. Uh, let's let's do our our, our weekly college football uh, picks, and mm-hmm. let, let's start with this Michigan State Indiana game, if you don't mind. Uh, where is your head with it? Uh, we're we're struggling to to have any faith in Michigan State, oh. but they also had one great game, so we don't want to totally. We're stayaways, but um, I would take. Indiana, uh, if, if, if forced to choose. Jason, are you on the same boat Yeah, there?
3: I'm going to take Indiana, but I'm not really excited about this game. What do you think, Gary?
4: I'm not excited either, but you know what? Sorry, guys, but screw the Spartans. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean we all me
4: fell into their trap last week versus the Hawkeyes. That was ridiculous. We were done from the beginning. Uh, you can give me an adjusted point spread on this one, guys. You can give me minus 14.5. I'm still taking the Moogers.
2: So you like uh, it.
4: Let, let running back Stevie Scott run all over them. No one... Uh, has fooled me more in the last year and a half than the Spartans have. Give me Indiana in a roll job. Now is
2: this a spite pick because yeah. you got you <laughs> yeah. lost last? Okay, yeah, yeah. it sounded yeah. like one. You can spite <laughs> like if you've gambled at all in life, you can hear spite like uh, like cra- I mean, it just it shines through so easily. That is that is fantastic. Okay, uh, yeah. another game that that I kind of like as the line moves, and I don't know why, but my guts with it. Uh, right now we got uh, Wisconsin minus four and a half. Uh, uh, at Michigan, I, I like Michigan here as it gets to four, as it keeps going up. They don't have the quarterback playing for Wisconsin. Jason, where are you? I still think I'm taking Wisconsin. I I just
3: don't see how the Michigan the players get up for this game. What do you think, Harry? Yeah, you know what I, I don't. You know,
4: Wisconsin. I know they've got had COVID issues and quarterback issues. Uh, and Michigan has actually a decent running game. But I, I, I'm 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 on with you, Jay. Here I'm taking Wisconsin. I find Harbaugh, in my opinion, not just in college football. I think Jim Harbaugh is the most overrated coach in all of sports. He's been there. He for he they got, they got there they got him there to beat Ohio State to be in the national champion mix. He hasn't been there at all. He hasn't beaten Ohio State. I'm I'm stay, I'm sticking with the uh, the Badgers here. I think they still win this game by. I don't care if it goes to five, five-and-a-half, whatever the line goes to, I'm taking
2: Wisconsin. Another spite pick from Harry. Yeah. Really, kind of, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any lines that you like, uh, spite or not? Uh, any other lines you really like in college football?
4: Yeah, you know, Friday night, um, you know, uh, guys, I, I gave out on Against All Odds. It's my best play of the week. When we At the end of the show, we do our best bet of the week, and I'm taking the money line at plus 145, Minnesota at home against Iowa, Really like this one. I know Iowa's had some off-the-field issues. Four players in the past two weeks. Weeks have transferred out. Another one player had a DUI situation. Hawkeyes have won five in a row in this situation against Minnesota, but I like Minnesota here. I like Tanner Morgan. Morgan. had 30 touchdowns last year. Uh, he's had a little bit of a slow start here. I think he's going to come on on Friday night when the whole national – Audience can take a watch, and get and P.J. Fleck will have this team ready, who's the Big Ten Coach of the Year. And the most important reason why I like Minnesota is this kid, the running back, getting over six yards a carry, Muhammad Ibrahim. He's got 600 yards, 10 touchdowns in three games. I think he's going to go off against this Iowa team, like I said, who has off-the-field issues. I think he goes for plus two rushing and receiving combined. I think he goes for 250 and three scores, and I love Minnesota to win
3: this
2: game outright against all guys. Plus three and a half uh, is. They're also getting points at home, although home doesn't really matter right now. Jason, you like that game at all? I'm taking it.
3: I'm going to sprinkle when
2: I uh, yeah. go to the casino tomorrow for my Masters bets. I'm going to sprinkle Harry. So no pressure. <laughs> all right, <laughs> hey, Harry. Looking at the uh, the NFL this week, anything that, uh, that, that 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 jumps at you in the NFL?
4: You know what? Uh, I'm sorry, guys, but uh, actually there are some things. But I'm going to my 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 one of my best plays. Is Washington getting the points against Detroit, getting more than a field goal, getting four. Washington in the last five games versus the NFC North is 4-1 against the spread. That includes beating Detroit last year straight up. Lions, as you guys know, have lost two in a row. And in their five losses this season, when they've lost, they've lost big time. They've given up 36 points a game when they've lost. Give me Washington, uh, who's played tough the last three weeks, plus the four.
2: I think Alex Smith is starting this game, too. And why are you apologizing, by the way? It's fine. Yeah, we're good with that.
3: Well, you know. I'm rooting to get the pencil head out out of here, so I'm rooting for Washington as well.
4: Look, Graham, I know deep down, deep down, Jason still still wants Detroit
3: to win these games. No, absolutely not. (laughs) If they win games, it ruins draft position, and that means Patricia and Quinn stay. I'm rooting for the Washington football team. I don't care. I don't. Is there even a line? Did they take this off?
2: the I've board? not seen a line yet, but, uh, okay. but but we will look for that line uh, when, when it comes okay. back. Uh, all right, Harry. Let, let, let's talk some Masters because this is this sure. is we don't get to do this um, all that often. Uh, w- what are the what are the, the the odds or lines match whatever it is? What what is it that you like right now, uh, Masters prop bets or just uh, odds to win maybe?
4: Yeah, some prop bets that I do like. I do like, uh, for, how about this one? Top Englishman, Tyrell Hatton, you can get at 3-1. to one. He's number nine in the world rankings uh, in his last 15 starts. He's got 11 top 25. He's got eight top 10s. He won at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So give me a Tyrell Hatton at plus plus three hundred, three to one, to be the top Englishman and that includes, you know, a lot of the guys that's that are really good, but I'm still taking him at that position. I like uh Jason Day at minus one ten. Minus one ten over Tiger. Uh I, I like that a lot. Um Tiger is two hundred and twenty first in scoring average. Um meanwhile Jason Day is forty seventh uh Tiger since his win uh at the Masters um He's been terrible since then. I want to say, I believe, since he's won the Masters, eight tournaments, he's only got one top 20. So give me Jason Day, who finished tied for seventh last week in Houston. It's good to see him in top of the leaderboard I like Jason Day over Tiger Woods only minus 110. And to win it, uh, I like a few guys here. I like Xander Schofle at 14-1. to 1. Xander's got two years in a row. He's finished second in the FedEx Cup standings uh he tied for second in the masters last year. He's third in scoring average, fifth in birdie average. I'm going to take him as, to win it and also I like uh of course Dustin Johnson. You can get Dustin Johnson like 11 to 1. Uh he's got four straight top 10s at the masters, number 1 in the world, second last week in Houston so I like DJ as well.
3: That's beautiful stuff. Is there any just like random guys that you could see finish in top 10? Do you do that more than you do to win outright? The like, oh,
4: top I do 10 that finishes too. Yeah, I do that too. You know, and I like—I uh, don't know—I have a line on it right now. But a guy who's gonna who's played well this past season—he's only like twenty-two years old. I think he's the best golfer out there now in terms of who came from Oklahoma State, and that's Matthew Wolf. He's better than Ricky Fowler. Uh, he, he, I think he's better than Victor Hovland. He's—he's had—he's won a tournament already. Like I said, he's only twenty-two. Thirty-five he to one him. is what he 35 is. Thirty-five to one. I yeah. think that's a guy to look out for. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's his first Masters, but I still think this guy is. He's very unflappable, and I like him to play well this week in Augusta.
2: So those are the, the, the long shot guy. Is there somebody in in it uh, – it, what's his name? Charlie um, – no, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Hold on. Um, Where's Charlie um, – Charlie, Charlie – um, Hoffman? No, nah, is it Hoffman? Yeah, I think it's Hoffman. Is he not playing this week? He's not. Good pick. I don't think he made it. He didn't make it. But well, it's not a great pick. <laughs> what I mean is he's, off, he's been my guy that's been on Sunday that's been like a long – you know. He's a guy who gets in contention on Sunday and never finishes, but he's also a guy who you get really long odds with, and you get excited on Sunday. Is there somebody like if, if you're looking to put twenty bucks on somebody with with really long odds that you think that that could be around on Sunday?
4: Yeah, let me let me let's see here. Let, let, let's see it at, at at maybe maybe at around. You can also bet plenty and on all these all these sites wherever you guys are betting. You can always get top twenty, top thirty. I'm going to give you a guy here, right here. Let's see, guys. Let, let me look. I had a list yet. He's uh Lanton Griffin at plus five hundred. Five to one to finish top twenty. He's a guy that's been on the top of the leaderboard the last couple of weeks, which is very uh and he's very uh he's very good too. He's been right at the top. I think he uh he's finished I wanna say top ten twice in maybe the last four tournaments, so he's been right there. And maybe uh Danny Willett. Danny Willett you can also get top twenty at plus uh five hundred. He's a guy who's won it before, you know, so uh he hasn't been Around the top of the leaderboard, he's been playing a lot in Europe, uh, mostly lately. But still, another guy who's won, who's got a green jacket before. So why not take a shot at a plus five to one who's won it before?
2: And here, here's what I would say on Daddy Willett. At why not 175 one just to win the whole mm-hmm. damn thing? Twenty yeah. bucks. I mean, like you put you put twenty bucks on that. It I do the math. But it, but it pays it's a lot, lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, <laughs> it took me way too long to to figure that out, but. Um, Charlie Hoffman is like plus fifty thousand. So is he to be play? a good, he's good not sprinkle, playing, is he? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not, even, he's not in the field. Um, uh, what we very much appreciate it. Is, is any any other advice you would have for in I'm, like as this begins and and uh, you know we, we get through Thursday. What is your strategy as you start live betting or um, or picking day by day the Masters?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm going against. Look, I'm going against the old guys here. I'm going against. Uh, Tiger, who's 44, and all my bets, I'm going against Phil, who's 50. Uh, I'm gonna make. I'm betting Phil not to make the cut. Phil, uh, you know, in his last um, eight rounds, he shot 72 or higher in seven of them. He's missed four straight. Uh, in the last four tournaments he's played, he's missed three of the cuts. Uh, and the one that he made, that he, that he cut made, he finished 76th in the Zozo Championship. So I'm going against Phil. And I'm going against Tiger everywhere. I'm going against Tiger um, to uh, not to be in the top 20. Um, his scoring average uh, the season is over 73. Uh, I'm also taking him uh, uh, to miss the cut. Uh, like I said, last eight tournaments, Tiger, he's missed four of them. He's uh, 179th on tour in total putting. So I know he won it last year, but since then he hasn't had a a good tournament yet. I I think in the Memorial, which he always used to win, I think he finished ninth. That's the only top ten he's got since then. So I'm going against Tiger. I'm going against Bill. And like I said, I really like Xander to win it. I I like uh, DJ. I mentioned uh, Kepka, who uh, finished second in the Masters. He's got four uh, major championships. He finished second in the Masters last year, uh, and he finished – tied, I believe, for second last week in Houston. I think his hip and his knee are feeling good, so look out for Kepka as well.
2: That is the great Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast and bestbetcorner.com. Uh, a real treat every week for us. Harry, have a great week. We'll talk Thanks, to you Harry. next week. You too, guys. Go Washington. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to just stay with us here and try and get... So it's just a quick break. Here. Quick break. We'll be right back with Brendan Quinn. Come enjoy irresistible,
3: award-winning, handcrafted donuts and locally roasted coffee at Groovy Donuts. Surprise your family or co-workers with special holiday designs and flavors, or put the perfect finishing touch on an event with a custom order. Birthdays, weddings, gender reveals, our friends at Groovy Donuts are your answer. Experience the Groovy Donuts difference for yourself on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing or in Williamston. Get more information or place an order at GroovyDonuts.com. Where else can you cheer on your team? Enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi? sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap. Take your game day or date night to Caskin Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Caskin Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing.
2: Listening to Couch in
1: the Rube. Already on, a on the TV. SpotlightRadioNetwork dot
2: Hi, Graham Couch, Jason Nick, back with our Wednesday Couch in the Rube. Very pleased now to have a man who's in Augusta himself at the Masters, uh, Brendan Quinn from the Athletic. Brendan, man, how you doing?
1: Great, Graham. How are you?
2: Well, it's you know it's. Not Happy as good as you. Day. What's that?
1: Happy signing day. I really miss it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you do. You sound <laughs> uh, sound very sincere. You, you missed that Izzo Zoom and uh, Chris Solari's questions and all that stuff. You missed it all. You missed it all.
1: Oh, man. I, I don't know how I'm going to survive, but I'll try to get through it. Maybe I'll uh, have a uh pimento cheese sandwich. Power crew. <laughs> all
2: right, um. Uh, I, w- I will ask you about MSU basketball here at the end, but I, we, we wanted you for the Masters. This is what you're focused on. This is what you're doing right now. I really like the, the piece you wrote uh, today on uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who, by the way, I mean, his his that skip shot crap he's doing is pretty amazing. Um, but I, I also like the way you described him in your lead, which I think is uh, a lot of people I know, neurotic, defiant, awkward, and irritable. That's um, <laughs> something oh. like the Michigan State beat. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> <it. A
0: lot.
2: laughs> A lot of experience with those adjectives uh what, paint the picture for us if you would down there what what is it like to be at a what's other a fairly empty masters um an a masters in November but still arguably the greatest sporting event there is uh well first of all, it's very strange because I've never been here
1: uh I've seen it on t v obviously for you know all the last thirty some odd years uh but this is my first time here in person. So I don't really have a point of reference for how strange it is. Uh, Everyone here certainly thinks it's strange. Um, But my, the appreciation for me personally, having seen this on TV forever, um, being able to walk the grounds um, and it not being roped off and there not be stakes in the ground or not be Grandstands. there's no there's no one here it's just the golf course and you know 90 of the greatest players on the planet walking the grounds and you know i'm not a religious man but this is making me reconsider some things when i when i walk around and see this place um because it is it's pretty breathtaking um see this course in person, and it's everything that doesn't translate to television, and that's the massive changes in elevation um, that you don't really appreciate just how steep downhill some of these holes are and how um, daunting some of the uphill shots are and the the mounding around the green um, where you can be 30 yards off a green and, and not be able to see it. Um, the bunkering is just unbelievable, and every the, the the meticulousness of everything that every blade of grass is—it's it, just something that you have to see to to truly appreciate. And everyone told this to me, and every everything that I'm saying now was said to me verbatim. But it's true, and until you see it, you don't get it.
2: What is the, the, the greater creation of God, uh, Augusta National or the Palestra? The Palestra.
1: Okay. But, <laughs> you know, that that was, I, I'd say it's it, it's hard because, you know, Augusta is still the earth, and palestra, the Palestra is, is brick and mortar. So um, hmm, I'll still go
2: with the Palestra, though. <laughs> So you were doing uh, our, our our good friend Dan Kilbridge's show uh, for Bookies dot com before this, and and I don't.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think that show is called Degenerates are
2: us. But. Degenerates are us. That's a great show, for, and and I've had some real degenerate moments with. I was once golfing with Dan Kilbridge, and we had to stop uh, at at the turn so he could pay his bookie. Um, and uh, so I, I've I've been I've been through the moments a little bit with with Kilbridge. But, um, wait, what, what wait did the book did the book come in person to the course? Yes.
1: That must have been a quite a hole he was in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, having having experienced the same book, I do know the amount you have to lose to owe the book. So let uh, put it that way. Um, gotcha. Uh, so what is the best thing you told that show that would be a shame if we didn't hear it? <laughs> uh,
1: I would say, I, I think that Rory McIlroy is being uh, comically overlooked this week. Uh, I walked nine with him this morning and watched him birdie. Two, three, four, five, and then miss a fifth straight birdie by about an inch uh, on a on a really nice uphill putt that that just kind of slid a inch off right at the very end. Um, but he looked dialed in. He was just absolutely smashing the ball, striping fairways, um, bombing it past DJ, who was playing alongside him. Um, because of the nature of what this summer was in the sport, and Bryson becoming this overwhelming figure, and and DJ and John Rahm having the success that they had, and Colin Morikawa picking up his first major win, um, Rory has kind of slid into the background, and this is a guy who, otherwise, you know, until now, every event for every major that one of the major storylines was, you know, when's he going to win his next major and every masters it's when is he going to win another masters and, you know, complete the career grand slam. Um, I kind of like him this week, you know, there's going to be some rain tomorrow. He'll be comfortable out there in that and, uh, and coming into the weekend, I think if he's there, um, maybe he makes a run. It'd be a great story. It would really fit with, um, you know what is already a strange week. I feel like something special is going to happen here this week, just because. Um, and I think, I think Rory getting a win and and completing the career slam would certainly uh, resonate. So um, nobody's talking about him, um, but he should be right there.
2: And he's twelve to one, which isn't which aren't horrible horrible odds. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not completely overlooked, at least by Vegas. And, and that from that standpoint, everything else about. Our jobs, uh, it, it, COVID has made worse, pretty much, in terms of the ability to interview people in person and, and uh, yeah. have good conversations and tell good stories. It just made it more difficult. Uh, I'm wondering, without um, galleries at the Masters, is this the exception? Like, are there things about this Masters that make it different than other big golf tournaments that you will be able to do different sort of things than usual?
1: Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I think it not having people here is just offsets almost any positive. Um, You know, you want to be able to hear the roars coming from the different parts of the property, and you want to have the color um, both on television and in print of uh, the, the energy that those voices bring and that, you know, seeing people react and, and reading what people are, are, you know, what waves they're riding and stuff like that. Um, it's If anything, it kind of casts a shadow over it. Um, that certainly, for me, was the case at the U.S. Open at Wingfoot where everything kind of came with, yeah, but. You know, like, yeah, it's really cool that, you know, Matthew Wolf is making this run and that Bryson's doing what Bryson's doing. But it's just not the same without people. So, um, for me personally, I get bummed out about it. Um, and I'm sure that would be the same case in basketball, but positives that can come. I mean, you can, you can hear players say things that you wouldn't hear otherwise. Yeah. And, and get some stuff like that. But, um, is that really worth it? Not, not to me.
2: Before you go, I, I, I wanted to just ask you about hoops and this class that they, they signed. And we've talked before about these particular players and, and how high they are and how high you are on different guys. When you and Amani and Bates, whatever happens there, there are lots of things that could could change in, about this class. But these three guys, uh, as they join MSU, what, their impact immediately next year will be what?
1: Uh, significant, <laughs> 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 I would think. Um I mean, you look at the current roster, um, I don't know. I personally would be surprised if Aaron Henry plays a senior year. Um, I would be not shocked if Joey Hauser only gives you one year. Um, Rocket Watts, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're going to need some bodies. And, uh, and this group is is legit. You know, these are guys that are going to play uh, right away and and be counted on. So, um, I mean, personally, I, we've we've talked about Max Christie. I I think he has limitless potential to be a um, just a right out of the gates day one. Hopefully, at the Champions Classic, right and and with people in the building and with with all of us geeked up to. To watch some, maybe the first year with with fans back, um, you know I, I think Max Christie is going to be one of those guys who, who steps on the court in game one um, and the cameras on him. So um, he's special, um, and that's not to discount Inkins and, and Brooks, but um, you know he, he's a guy who might end up with a place in Michigan State history.
2: Brendan, have fun this weekend. I'm jealous of you. I hope you're able to make the most of it and uh, look forward to seeing you on the on the hoop speed again whenever that is.
1: Thank you, Graham. Appreciate you, man.
2: That's Brendan Quinn from The Athletic. Uh, make sure you read his master's coverage. Worth it. Just terrific. It's kind of cool that we had uh, Dan Kilbridge covering Tiger for the, all those years, when that was, and now we've got uh, uh, Brendan uh, doing it for The Athletic and uh, able to dial in here. Uh, I want to hear about this
3: bookie coming. I mean, did the bookie... Did Dan know the bookie was coming to the
2: course? Oh yeah, yeah, we knew. Oh, okay. uh, you know, but at some point he said to me on like hole seven, "Hey, I gotta, we gotta stop real quick." To... <laughs> it's, it's the way. It works. Does he show up like Tony Soprano in a golf cart? No, like, no, I don't. I, I, I never met this particular bookie, but I, I, you know, I knew a, I knew the, yeah, we've all been there. Sure, you ran your own book. You know how it is. You know yeah. how to be the bookie. That's true. I Had to break some legs. <laughs> Good show, man. man. Uh, Appreciate Midtown Brewing on Washington uh, Washington Square. Uh, Midtownbrewingcompany.net. Give them a shot. Give them a try. I think you're going to really like them. uh, And let us know what you think. We'll be back Friday with your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Enjoy the Masters. Have a great night. Couch in the Room.